This is Trinity Western University's Chapel Podcast, where our daily chapel gatherings are captured and shared for the TWU community. Whatever your day looks like today, we're glad you're tuning in. Hello. How are you all doing? All right. I appreciate the little energy today. We're moving on. We're moving on. It's so good to see you all this morning. Uh, Let me just say that it's been said uh, that we should not wink at evil. We should not wink at evil. And one of the evils that exists and continues to uh, sort of persisting and gain traction in our world today is uh, the sex trade industry. And so we have a guest this morning who's going to speak about that. Her name is Kathy Peters, and I want to welcome her to the stage today. Y'all give it up for her as she comes. I'm going to start by praying. Lord, I just commit my talk to you that somehow it will touch hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen. So my name is Mrs. Kathy Peters, and I'm just a mom. I love the Lord, and I've been following him since I was 14 years old. I married a Christian man at 27 years of age, and the joy of our hearts is our family of three children, a son and two daughters, ages 33, 31, and 29. All three of our children attended Trinity, where they thrived. Our son worked in Ottawa for 10 years, starting in the Prime Minister's office. Our oldest daughter is a world-ranked enduro mountain bike coach and racer. Our youngest daughter is a family doctor in the USA and married to a Navy pilot in the US military. My husband is an architect, and I'm a retired inner city high school teacher where I taught in the Surrey area by the King George Highway 40 years ago. Underage prostitution, which is in fact human sex trafficking, was occurring in the area I taught. Many of my students were involved in gangs, drugs, and prostitution. We had bars on the windows. The police dogs came through the school many days of the week, and I was one of the few female teachers they hired at the school. I was also one of the only Christian teachers in the school. I loved it. I loved the challenge. I love giving students hope and inspiring them to make something wonderful with their lives. Many of my students did not graduate from grade 10, so a goal I had was to encourage them to complete grade 10, then grade 12, and I had a number of students who went on to university. I coached sports, and that became an avenue of success for many of my students. Unfortunately, the environment I taught in, which at the time was pretty extreme, is now the new normal in most schools and communities. So what has changed? What has happened? After raising our children, I volunteered for five years for two members of parliament, John Weston in BC and Joyce Smith in Manitoba. Former member of parliament, Joyce Smith, is the expert activist in the country and introduced our three federal human trafficking laws. She now runs the Joy Smith Foundation, which is an NGO committed to stopping human sex trafficking in Canada. I have her BC director here, Tara Tang. She's a Trinity Western grad and former Miss Canada World. I am now an advocate and speaker to the issue of human trafficking 
sexual exploitation, youth and child exploitation, and child trafficking. This is a tough issue. It's a deep issue because like that video showed, it gets to the very root of who we are and where we come from, literally our biological beginnings. This is a sacred place, a holy place, our personal beginnings. And today this area of our lives and our humanity is becoming exposed, misused, abused, exploited by a culture that is anti-God, anti-Christ, and anti-life. We have a hypersexualized culture, which the internet, with its easy access to any information you want, has exacerbated. The good news is, Christ in you is the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27. In Christ, you can be the change this world needs. In Christ, you can do and live the impossible, because in him, all things are possible. So why would an ordinary mother, like me, take on such an awful issue, such an evil? Why am I talking about these things at a Christian university? It's because as Christians, if we do not address these issues, the world certainly cannot. God knows our beginnings, he created us. Only in him can we speak to an issue so deep, so significant. Only God himself can heal the deep places. He is the healer. He is the great physician. He is the great heart who can heal every broken heart. That is the gospel. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him would have everlasting life. He loves you. To every student, I assure you, this is the greatest news there is. It is in God himself you will find healing, wholeness, rest, comfort, fulfillment, and the peace that passes all understanding. I've been working on the issue of human trafficking, sexual exploitation, youth and child exploitation for the past 25 years. Due to the advent of the internet, it is the fastest growing crime in the world, surpassing drug and weapon sales. Definition, human trafficking is recruiting, transporting, transferring, receiving, holding, concealing, harboring, or exercising control over a person for the purpose of exploiting them. The key word is exploitation. 25 years ago, I first heard about this issue from a former RCMP officer who is now considered the top expert in addressing child sex exploitation and child sex tourism in the world. Brian McConaughey is a Christian man who founded Ratnack Foundation in Burnaby, where he discovered that businessmen from Canada, the US, and Europe visit the brothels in Cambodia to buy sex with children, children as young as four and five years of age. It is such a shocking situation there, Canadians can hardly comprehend it. Eight years ago, I heard a presentation from Benjamin Perrin, a UBC law professor who's written the textbook 
on human trafficking and sexual exploitation, youth and child exploitation in Canada called Invisible Chains. Our family was shocked. Such a crime existed in Canada. Six years ago, our son worked in Ottawa, starting at the Laurentian Centre, and then he worked for former MP, Mrs. Joyce Smith. I volunteered for Mrs. Smith in both Ottawa and Winnipeg, where I met victims of sex trafficking. These women were the same age as our daughters. I was shocked by their stories of victimization. So the story that got me started with raising public awareness in BC occurred six years ago when I met Christine, a sex trade survivor. She came from an ordinary family with a mom and dad and five siblings. Dad started to drink, the family fell apart, mom could not cope, and all six children were put into foster care. Christine was the oldest at 11. She was in grade six, straight A student, track star, and played the flute. Once in foster care, the foster father sexually assaulted her. Christine knew this was wrong and she ran. This was in Toronto. Within two hours, she was picked up by an older man who said he had a house with other girls just like her. She went with him and by that evening was on cocaine and alcohol, serving 10 to 20 men a night sexually seven days a week for the next 10 years. It's a miracle she survived. Mrs. Smith helped her get out of the sex trade, got her into detox, got her medical help, and got her into school. I spent three days with Christine, assigned to take care of her as she wanted to go public with her story. She needed 24-7 protection as she spoke at events and on the radio. I was shocked by her story. How could this happen in Canada? A child for sex? I cried, and I cried, and I cried. And I promised Christine I would stop this crime in BC. The federal law, Protection of Communities and Exploited Persons Act, was passed in December 2014, and I took it upon myself with the support of my family to raise awareness about this crime, as well as to encourage enforcement of that law here in BC. So the federal, federal law does, number one, it targets the demand by targeting the buyer of sex. The predator, the pimp, the trafficker, John, are all criminalized. Number two, it recognizes that the seller of sex is a victim, usually female, and is not criminalized. Number three, there's exit strategies put in place to assist the victim out of the sex trade. So this law represents a shift in thinking and a radical change in the law by focusing the law on the actual source of the harm, the buyers of sex and the profiteers. The clear statement from Parliament is that women and girls and the vulnerable in Canada are not for sale. They are full human beings with dignity and human rights. I am in touch with every politician, all three levels of government and police agency in BC. I implore politicians to act. I ask for the two E's, education of the crime, enforcement of the law. The problem today is, today with an unregulated internet, the global sex trade is growing fast. The shocking reality is children are the targets. Children are where the money is. What kind of society would tolerate children being bought and sold for sex? Canada needs to step up and recognize and address this rapidly growing crime. Because if we don't, 
every woman, girl and child, and the vulnerable will become a potential target and victim. Our communities will no longer be safe, healthy, vibrant, or working. Our indigenous women and girls are vastly overrepresented in the sex trade and human sex trafficking. Pornography is the fuel to human sex trafficking. Pornography on the internet has become increasingly hardcore, violent, demeaning, dehumanizing, and brutal. If you're watching porn, get help to stop. It's highly addictive and will completely twist your views of men and women relationships. Porn has absolutely nothing to do with, godly, with real life and godly sacred intimacy between a man and a woman. Porn objectifies, commodifies, and dehumanizes both men and women. It robs men and women of their God-designed humanity. To every young person, please know you are precious, special, unique. There is no one like you, and only God's love will ever satisfy you. I don't know how this issue affects you. Perhaps you've had a personal experience and been sexually abused or used in this way. Maybe you know of children you are concerned about. Maybe you have a pornography problem or have used or misused a person sexually. Whatever your experience as a follower of Jesus Christ, I'm here to encourage you to turn to him. In BC, we're concerned about the environment, but God is concerned about your environment. It's who you are on the inside, your character. To deal with your environment, I want you to consider four questions. Number one, have you been born again? That's John 3, 5. Number two, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? That's Acts 1, 8. Number three, have you reckoned yourself dead indeed unto sin and alive unto God? That's Romans 6, 11. And four, have you presented your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service? Romans 12, 1 and 2. The Bible tells of a religious man called Nicodemus who came to Jesus to learn more about him. Jesus told Nicodemus, you need to be born again. Born again does not mean turning over a new leaf. It means having a new life. Because what I've learned about this root issue is that we cannot change ourselves. Only God through Jesus Christ by his Holy Spirit can change us. And he changes us by coming to live within us. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. When you activate your will and make a deliberate decision to fully surrender to Jesus, your appetites will change. What you think about will change, your desires will change. Things you used to be able to do with no problem, you won't be able to do anymore because something inside of you has changed. And this is the good news. This is the confidence I have for everyone in this room. Do you have that confidence for yourself? Romans 12, 1 and 2. Fornication is a really big problem today, and it's a word we don't hear. It's sex between people who are not married to each other, and God says to flee from it. Why? Because God is pure, God values purity, and God calls us to be pure. Purity is your power. Purity is where your power is. The world screams at us to surrender that purity, but God calls us to be pure. As Christian young people, your strength is in your purity. Psalm 24.3, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Matthew 5.8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Proverbs 4.23, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's a privilege to speak to you today. I've described to you how to be. If you want to know what to do, I've got a lot of material set up between the bookstore and the cafeteria. I've got a huge setup out there. 
Tara Tang is gonna be there. And I wanna introduce her, I think I've got like one minute before I do a benediction. Tara, do you wanna just come up, speak, and Tatum, like one minute is what you've got. Okay, so my name is Tara Tang. As Kathy mentioned, I am the BC Director of the Joyce Smith Foundation. We are the only foundation across the country that works solely within Canadian borders. We have two main things that we focus on, prevention and recovery. So what we have is we have prevention programs that go into schools across the country. The average entry age into prostitution in Canada is 12 to 14 years old, and we try to get there before traffickers do, before the exploitation happens. That's the best case scenario. We also have recovery programs that we fund across the country because what we were finding when we worked in Ottawa is that there wasn't enough finances and resources to keep these homes running. So that's what we do. You guys know Tatum. So she interned with me this summer, and she's gonna tell you a little bit about her experience and encourage you all to get involved. So guys, this is a, an issue that's been on my heart for so long, and since high school, I've been wondering like, what, what can we even do? And I just encourage you guys that there's, like this is happening in Canada, and we can do something in Canada. And if you wanna talk to, jo or to Tara or Kathy, they're gonna be over by the CAF. But it's really simple. We can do things here in our own lives, and it doesn't have to be going across the world and trying to save the world. But you can get involved here. I'm watching the time. Okay, I want everybody to stand up. I'm going to do a benediction. Now, please understand there was an election win last night. Uh, minority government, you've got to contact your politicians and say one thing. You don't want prostitution fully decriminalized. Otherwise, this thing explodes and our indigenous women and girls disappear. Here's a benediction. And now, to everyone in this room, keep their hearts with all diligence, walk in his love, and live out the reality that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Now go in that hope. God bless you, your families, this community, and our country. God keep our land glorious and free. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that this message has challenged, encouraged, and inspired you as we continue learning and growing together in discipleship to Jesus. Every week, you'll find new chapel messages on our channel from local and international speakers ranging in diverse and engaging topics. So go ahead and subscribe for the latest of what's going on in chapel. Much love and happy listening.